1: I am continuing today from our last program on the divine promises for you from God. Promises for every area of your life. We have looked at the characteristics of the divine promises of God. They are unfailing. They are assured because of the ability of God to perform them on your your behalf. They are grounded and founded in Jesus, that they are of infinite value. We have learned some of the promises to the afflicted, and those promises are that there will be brighter days, that there will be deliverance, that you have the comfort and divine care of God's presence in the midst of your affliction, and that the grace of Christ is sufficient in any and all trials and afflictions. Today, we are going to look at the promises of God to the humble. First, let's look at the meaning of the word humble. It simply means modest, meek, being respectful, being submissive, and being without pride. The pride that exalts itself above others, thinking you are better than someone else because of your station in life, your money, your looks, your education, and so forth. Moses was such a man of humility and meekness. He is someone that we can learn from. In fact, Scripture declares that the Lord was a friend of Moses and he knew him face to face. Moses, although he did not get to enter the promised land, was so important to God that scripture records that the Lord himself buried Moses and no man knows to this day where the tomb of Moses is. If we want more grace, we have to humble ourselves. The first great promise to the humble is found in James chapter four, verse six, but he gives us more grace. That is why scripture says God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. If we want more of the grace of God, we must humble ourselves before him. Another aspect of the meaning of humble is that we are to be totally dependent upon God. And humbling ourselves to trust God and to depend upon him is sometimes very difficult for us as believers. We want the control, not yielded. Yet he promises that the more we humble ourselves to him and give him the control, the more grace he will give to us. Being obedient to the will of God is a great way that we can humble ourselves to him. Also, we are not to exalt ourselves. Luke fourteen eleven tells us, For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. You know, God has a way of humbling us when we are, as my dear grandmother used to say, get too big for our britches. Let others exalt you and lift you up, including God. For when we try to exalt ourselves, we are setting ourselves up for a fall. Proverbs tells us that it is better to be lowly in spirit and among the oppressed than to share plunder with the proud. Another great promise to the humble is found in Proverbs twenty two four. Humility and the fear of the Lord bring wealth and honor in life. Wealth is many things besides money. We can be wealthy in friendship, in family ties, in health, and most of all, in peace of mind and heart. Great honor comes with great humility. Honor from God who looks on those who are humble, and he will lift them up in due time. Fourthly, when we are humble, we are assured of God's presence with us. Isaiah 57, 15 is a beautiful verse for the humble. For this is what the high and lofty lofty one says, He who lives forever, whose name is holy. I live in a high and holy place, but also with him who is contrite and lowly in spirit to revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive the heart of the contrite. Even though God is holy and high and lifted up, beloved, he stoops to live with those who are humble before him. Jesus also promised those who humbled themselves as little children would be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Matthew eighteen four. Therefore, whosoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. A little child is not worried about appearances. He is not trying to impress anyone for he knows not how. He is just trusting. That is what Jesus wants of us. Be trusting like a little child. Be ourselves, not trying to be something we aren't or trying to impress others. Lastly, our example, of course, in 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 humility IS NONE OTHER THAN JESUS CHRIST HIMSELF WHEN WE LOOK AT THE LIFE OF CHRIST HE WAS FREE FROM ALL WORLDLY PRIDE HE WAS FREE FROM THE APPEARANCE OF IT FREE FROM WORLDLY SUCCESS FREE FROM WHAT THE WORLD THOUGHT OF HIS REPUTATION FREE FROM RICHES FREE FROM RANK OR POSITION AND FREE FROM KINGSHIP EVEN THOUGH HE WAS THE KING OF KINGS AND THE LORD OF LORDS HE DIDN'T HAVE TO GO AROUND BOASTING ABOUT IT WHAT AN EXAMPLE OF HUMILITY That is why he can say to us today as believers, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light.
0: You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. If you would like to write with your comments, For 60 years, Crowder College has been empowering students to soar to new heights. From agriculture to education, to business, sports, and the newest technologies, Crowder always has something interesting going on. I'm Adam Winkler of k Radio. Join me each week as I talk to a different person from Crowder College about what's been happening and what's coming up next. It's the Insider's Guide to All Things Crowder. Subscribe today to the This Week in Crowder College podcast, available from the Sky High Podcast Network.